Hello and welcome to Natural Health Simplified, where we help you cut through the noise and provide simple, science-based strategies to help you live a healthy life. I'm Bobby Mehta from Blackmores Institute, and today I'm joined by Director of the Blackmores Institute, pharmacist, naturopath and respected author, Professor Leslie Braun. Today, we're going to discuss breastfeeding and how natural medicine can play a role in supporting the breastfeeding mother's health, whilst also ensuring the infant receives a nutrient-rich supply of milk. Welcome to Natural Health Simplified. How are you, Leslie? I'm great. Thanks, Bobby, for having me. Breastfeeding can be a wonderful opportunity to bond with your newborn baby, but it can also be a confusing time filled with worry and stress. Now, many of these feelings are what we would commonly associate with pregnancy, but breastfeeding comes with its own unique set of requirements and demands on the mother. And as with pregnancy, it provides another chance to review your diet and lifestyle. That's so true, Bobby, because for a lot of women, it's that time when they become pregnant where they start to think about their own health and give it some priority in terms of diet and lifestyle. And yes, it's another opportunity to revise that and see if you're doing the right thing because lactation is a time where you actually need to reset your nutritional intakes yet again. In fact, it's been shown that women who breastfeed need on average an extra 500 calories compared to before when they're not pregnant. Mm. Um, So really, you're using a lot of energy energy and calories in your body when you're breastfeeding. So it's actually not uncommon for women to start losing weight during this time and it doesn't affect the quantity or quality of breast milk so nothing to worry about there. Mm-hmm. Because breast milk provides the primary source of nutrition for the newborn baby, it's really important to pay close attention to maternal nutrition during this time because it's more important than ever before. Definitely. Now in terms of maternal nutrition, what are the key nutrients that we really need to focus on to facilitate healthy breastfeeding? Well, healthy breastfeeding, let's first define that. Um, I guess what you could say is healthy breastfeeding is when you can provide the infant with the nourishment they need to gain the appropriate amount of weight and also meet their key milestones when it comes to their growth and development. Nutritionally, there's also an increased requirement for many micronutrients compared to pregnancy. However, maternal deficiencies in things like magnesium, vitamin B6, folate, calcium and zinc have been seen during the lactation period. I guess it makes sense that any deficiencies that the mother might have will also immediately result in inadequate amounts in the infant as well. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. A great example of this is when you look at the water-soluble vitamins, so that's vitamin B1, B6, B12 and C, as well as the fat-soluble vitamins A, D, E and K. These are secreted in reduced levels in the breast milk when there isn't enough maternal stores. So for the mother, having a great diet and Mm. making sure that it's super enriched with all the wonderful nutrients nutrients is just so essential. But if there is that maternal deficiency that then uh, results in inadequate amounts going to the infant, is that, is that hard to address? Look, it's not that hard. And look, I always bang on about good diet is number one and actually foundational. But for a lot of people, it's just not going to be enough. So at that point, you want to be looking for a supplement and something that's going to contain all the things that you need to support yourself as well as to make sure that lactation is healthy and successful for the baby as well. There are specially formulated combinations for breastfeeding mothers that have got all the right amounts of these nutrients. So I'd suggest having a look for those. And if you're not sure, go and have a chat to your pharmacist or your naturopath and they can provide you some sensible advice about what's the right one to take for you. Now we know that fortification of food with some nutrients is quite common. For example, folate in cereals and there's iodine in bread and also in salt. Now does that reduce the need for us to supplement? Oh, if only it were that simple. (laughs) So let's take the example of iodine that you just mentioned. 
It's interesting to note that in Australia, fortification of bread with iodine became mandatory in 2009. However, a joint study by the University of Sydney and Food Standards Australia revealed that despite pregnant and breastfeeding women eating more bread than their non-pregnant and non-breastfeeding counterparts, they still had a shortfall of between 100 and 150 micrograms of iodine. That's pretty significant when you consider the role of iodine and how important it is in the normal development of the brain and nervous system. Yeah, that example really reinforces the extra need for iodine in not only pregnancy, but breastfeeding too. That's right, Bobby. The current recommendations suggest our need for iodine jumps from 150 microgram a day when we're not pregnant to 220 during pregnancy and as much as 270 while breastfeeding. So it just keeps going up and up and up. So even with fortification, the need for additional iodine can remain. But you've got to remember that for women who have a thyroid disorder, it might not be the case and they need to be under the care of a medical practitioner to just ensure they're taking the right dose in the right way. Wonderful. Now we've discussed nutrients to support both the mother and the infant, but what about natural remedies to encourage milk production? Because this can also be an issue, can't it? I'm so glad you asked that because it can be an issue for a lot of women, Um, particularly if you're cutting corners, you can't get all the food that you need, or you're not sleeping well, not drinking enough fluid, you know, just for a whole lot of reasons sometimes milk production is just not where you normally have it or it's not where it should be. So luckily there are some herbs that are used for this traditionally and in fact they're referred to as galactagogues and they can encourage lactation. Now these traditional herbs include things like fennel, fenugreek, hops and milk thistle. And in fact I remember way back um, having a shandy. So a shandy is basically a bit of beer and lemonade or in herbal medicine talk it's hops and yes lemonade, great way to take it and certainly makes a difference. Um, But again I'd encourage people going to see a naturopath, they're the ideal person to make the right recommendation for you. So maybe I'll tell my wife tonight I'm having a dose of hops. (laughs) (laughs) It's not what I was thinking. (laughs) Now, before we finish, I was just wondering what your thoughts are around omega-3 fatty acids during lactation. Oh, you know I'm a massive fan of omega-3 fatty acids, and they've been extensively researched for many years for so many different things, including in breastfeeding. So both EPA and DHA are actually found in breast milk, and the amount that you find in the breast milk is representative of maternal intake. So in other words, the amount that the mother has will be reflected in the breast milk. The DHA level of breast milk in Western countries is typically around 0.2% to 0.3%. This level of DHA is usually sufficient for breastfed babies that have reached the full term, but preterm babies need more, particularly if they're breastfed. So in this case, it's recommended that the mother consider supplements with additional omega-3. Now, it's worth mentioning omega-3 fatty acids can be found in fish sources, but also there are some vegetarian sources as well. And we're starting to see supplements from algal oil. So algal oil is a vegetarian source of omega-3s, so something new, something to look for. It has been shown that milk levels do depend more on the long-term intake rather than short-term intake. So if someone starts taking omega-3 fatty acid, they're not going to get a result same day. It's going to take a little while for their body to build up those stores and for it to start coming through. Thanks so much, Leslie. It was great to have your company for another fabulous podcast. I always enjoy our chats and always end up learning something new. That uh, bit about hops is something I will take with me for sure. Thanks so much. (laughs) Thanks, Bobby. I hope you've also enjoyed this podcast and I look forward to you joining me again soon for another episode. I'm Bobby Mehta and this has been Natural Health Simplified. Until next time, goodbye for now.